right. Welcome back to another great episode of Dan on Top. I am your host, Dan Lukowitz, and today we have with us Lee Yoder, apartment syndicator at Threefold Real Estate Investing. Lee, how you doing? I'm doing great, Dan. Excited to be on the show for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Really appreciate it. We've got a lot to talk about today. Before we get into all that, though, I want to know a little bit about who you are. So if you could, please share with our viewers, who is Lee Yoder? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, more, most importantly, I'm, I'm a Christ follower. I'm a husband. I'm a dad. Um, I, I was trained as a physical therapist, uh, but uh, was looking to get into something different and uh, kind of found real estate, went down that rabbit hole and, and thought that might be uh, where I wanted to go. And uh, so about four and a half years ago, I left a, a, a you know, a good paying, uh, exciting corporate job uh, to go back into to physical therapy, but doing real estate as a side hustle. And over the past four and a half years, I, I've loved it. And, um, you know, started with a single family hip or sorry, single family flip, um, kind of started getting into multifamily and, and have come up to doing apartment syndications now. So just kind of slowly getting bigger and, and growing over the past four and a half years. Awesome. Love it. It's so fascinating to me how many people, you know, like yourself, like myself, you know, we're in corporate America and got out and got into real estate investing and, and making that a full-time career. It's just very fascinating. Uh-huh. I think that in, in, in our society, corporate America is really on, on like, you know, a, a silver platter and a lot of people get there and, and love it. And a lot of people get there and say, you know what, I like this idea of entrepreneurship. I like this idea of a business structure. I want to do it for myself. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah, it happened for me. So talk to us a little bit about, I'm curious about that transition, both from corporate America, right, into real estate investing. You said physical therapy, single family flipping. And then when you made that transition from the single family to that switch to multi, talk to us about those two turning events. Yeah, for me, it's very family driven. I mean, people talk about their, their why. And um, I, I mentioned I'm a man of faith, and, and my, but my, my family is very important to me. And I, I was really enjoying my work in the corporate space. It was just you know, the, the work-life balance and, and the life my wife and I uh, kind of dreamed for our family, like just where I was headed, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, it just wasn't going to allow us to have the life that we wanted. Um, and, and it kind of came to a head where I was being groomed for um, a director of operations role, a role that I think I would have really enjoyed. But I kind of came to my to my the VP of the company, my, my boss, and I said, hey, you know, once I go into this role, can I keep my hours the way they are? And he said, no, 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 like you're, you're going to need to work more. You're going to need to be at the office more. And it was kind of a line in the sand for me, Dan. I, I just thought, you know, I enjoy this work, but, I, you know, it's more important for me to, to, to have a good relationship with my wife, to help her and, and to have, you know, a, grow a relationship with my kids. We had young kids at the time, you know, we were getting our family started. And so that was just a line in the sand for me where I said, that's that's just too much. I, I'm already giving as much time in the office. I was fine. I mean, I was getting up, you know, 4, 430 in the morning starting work so that I wow. you know, could get work done then when people aren't awake. And so I'm not missing family time, but I'm also getting a bunch of work there because I love to work. Uh, but that, that's what, you know, really that was, like I said, kind of the line to say, you know, I want to do this. Someone had already introduced me to real estate, was already kind of, my mind was kind of going that route. And so, yeah, like, like you kind of mentioned earlier, Dan, I thought, man, I, I think I want to go try to do this on my own. I love, I, I was working for a startup company, Dan, and, and it was exciting, man. It was good, fun work. I love working with people. But I thought, man, like maybe I could go do this myself and maybe I do it through real estate. So, yeah, a lot of people, when they jump into real estate, they want to start small. And, and, and I kind of did the same thing, just did a single family flip. But the whole time, Dan, I'm listening to podcasts like yours. I'm hearing people come on and, you know, and it's great because you get to hear people that did what I did, yep. you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. 
and you get to you get to learn from them and and you don't have to reinvent the wheel real estate has stood the test of time obviously and these guys and girls are coming on and, and kind of telling you hey i started where you were i did a single family flip and then i did a dozen don't do that like get into multifamily go yeah. bigger go bigger faster don't have the limiting beliefs so i have this in my ears and even though i started with single family uh flip you know luckily i had some guys listen to some guys that said man i did three dozen and learned it's just another job well because <laughs> i had them in my ears i did one dan and i realized it was just another there you job go. Um, and the, the interesting thing is I, when I left my job to go back to, to physical therapy so that I could do real estate on the side, cause I couldn't do that in the corporate job. I took about a $30,000 pay cut and I did a flip that year and made about $30,000. So I really, you know, I, I had gained nothing, right. Other than the fact that I was now getting into real estate and I was starting to learn it, but just financially, it was like, I just traded one job for another. So learn that pretty quickly because I was listening to podcasts like this and listening to people that had already been through it. So that's kind of, you know, what was already leading me into multifamily. I just already knew that. I guess I just kind of had to try it for myself and learn it for myself by doing a flip. But I knew, hey, I, I'm headed toward multifamily. So I just jumped right into that after that first flip. Awesome. Awesome, man. I love it. And, you know, it's so funny because as you're talking about it, I'm just remembering my past. And I think for me, really what mm -hmm. did it was just the fact that I believe that life should be about results, right? It's about effort. Of course, it's about effort, but also results. Sure. And I know, you know, working in corporate America, um, I was probably one of the laziest Amazonians there are, right? But, but I was a top dog, right? <laughs> I was producing results. And in certain corporate cultures, unfortunately, it's not all about the results. And for me, that was just like, yeah. it went against everything I believed in. And, and, and I recognize that if I'm a results-driven guy, right, I need to be working for myself. And, and, and really, for me, yeah. it was such an incredibly empowering and liberating experience. And the second yep. factor, too, is I thought, well, what happens when I retire, right? All the hard work that I put in this corporation, are my kids going to see that, right? Is my progeny going to see that? Is right. going to be a legacy? Well, if I have my own business, right, or if I'm an investor, or if I'm building something in real estate, my children, should they desire, have something to just jump right into. So, you know, for me, yeah. those were like the two main factors where I said, there's no question. I, I'm, I'm never going back. And it's funny. I was just joking with my fiance last night about this. We were in Jamaica. Like we had booked this very expensive trip to Jamaica, right? I was working in corporate America doing just fine. And then all of a sudden, right before the trip, I left my job. And I remember, you know, sitting there in Jamaica thinking to myself, man, we just spent all this money on this all-inclusive resort. I literally have zero income. And I'm sitting there with my fiance. I'll never forget this. And she says, you're going to have a great year this year. And I looked at her and I was laughing so hard inside. I'm thinking, this guy, talk about blind faith, right? Here I am. I'm not making any money. I'm essentially starting my own business. And, and thank God I got somebody that has a lot of faith in me, which is oh, makes, makes absolutely, Dan. You found the right girl, man. You found I the right girl. I definitely found the right girl. Very, very lucky guy. That's awesome. And I'll tell you that I couldn't be happier because, you know, now the guy that would find every way to get things done as efficiently as possible and have big results in limited time, now I can't stop working because I love it, right? And and, yeah. and I'm I'm yeah. not bound I'm not getting paid by the hour I'm not getting you know what I'm saying but but just the fact of the matter that I can see the fruits of my own labor and I've been doing it long enough that I've got a, I've got systems I've got procedures I got protocol I know the results come as long as I put in these inputs man I I am just so thankful and you know I think not unlike you Lee I think that everyone should invest in real estate and everyone should consider a career in real yeah. estate brokerage investing whatever it is but it's such an awesome space isn't it. It is. It is, Dan. And I would add to that. You make such a great point there. I, you know, people will say, or whatever the quote is, if you're not building your dream, you're building somebody else's. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's what you're talking about there. You realize that, that, hey, you know, am I really 
getting all the fruits of my labor or am I just like getting a salary, whatever they decide that is. And then if I build this great division inside this company, is that going to my kids? No, it's not going to your kids. You just built that for somebody else. So if you're not building your own thing and that's okay, again, like you said, Dan, some people like the corporate space, but just know you're, you're building somebody else's dream and they're paying you for it, but you're not building it for yourself. And, and, and like you, Dan, I think, you know, I, I love to work. And what I love about being an entrepreneur once you leave the corporate space is you just, you get to design it the way you want it. Yes. Like I said, I mean, I still get up really early in the morning and, and I'll do work then, you know, but again, like with, with that, when I was in that corporate job, Dan, it was like, yeah, but you got to be here, Lee. You got to be in the office because you got to be here with the other people. You yeah, got to help because these young why? kids. Because product, because yeah. that's just, that's what we know how to say. Oh man. It, it, nothing bothered me more than on Friday afternoon, we had to sit around and wait for the numbers to come in because we want to sit there and celebrate the numbers. The last three hours of the day, nobody's doing anything because everybody that we sell to, they're all done. They're, they're shutting it off for the weekend yeah. anyway. So we're just sitting around because our, our accounting department wasn't able to get the numbers out until five, five thirty on a Friday. So we waste three <laughs> hours just waiting around for like that. That is the epitome of it to me where there's yeah. no reason for us to be there, but just, we all got to be there because we need to do the numbers together at 530 on a Friday. Exactly. Another thing, too, is like, I mean, again, everything you're saying is like, man, I know exactly what he's talking about, right? Those Friday huddles mm-hmm. where you're there with the sales team. And for me, also like pinning one sales team up against the other. And, you know, uh, the, the, yeah. the, the, the lack of a sense of true teamwork and camaraderie, right? And the, the, the thought or feeling that, you know, you are literally just a number. If you get, if you get too far down that, that list, right, then you're going to be on that performance plan. You're going to be on that, you know, that blacklist. You're going to be the next guy out the door. Whereas in what we do, right, I think there's just so much more of a value on the human right there's a value on the personality there's a value on the work ethic on the integrity on the authenticity and i just i i want to you know i want to echo what you said lee which which was said so well said you know the, the availability of, of of information and podcasts and content today is is yeah. unheralded we've never had this much information and if you're thinking about making a transition if you're thinking about going out on your own listen to this podcast listen to other podcasts read those books there are countless other individuals like Lee and myself who made that leap from corporate America. And you know what? We've never looked back. If there's anything we can do to help you, I speak for myself. I think I speak for Lee as well. Absolutely. Please, by all means, reach out to us. We're here to help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well said, Dan. So, Lee, listen, you've done a lot, right? You corporate America, out of corporate America into like the self kind of quasi self-employed and, 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 you know, house flipping into multifamily, building up a business, building up, you know, a culture, building up something that, that can give you generational wealth that you can pass on to your children. I'm sure you've learned a lot. Okay. So I would love Mm -hmm. if you could please share your top three pieces of advice with the Dan on top viewers. Yeah, I think um, one thing for sure, Dan, is you've got to network. Um, I mean, everybody says that, and and there's a reason they say that it, 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 it's so true. It's so important. Um, if you're wanting to do some anything new, you, you need to get around people that have already done it. Why, why would you? Why yep. would you not do that in real estate? I was just thinking of this, Dan, as you were talking. You know, talking about the, the corporate space and, and and the sales. You know, atmosphere like that setting where you you know it just must work because it seems like all bosses do it. You pit the different salespeople against each other. I've just found real estate is so different. It's such a team game. And even, you know, a guy like you and I, Dan, where we may be competing for deals, but then we realize, yeah, but like probably we'd be better off just partnering on it. Yeah, deal. we can and help each And there's so other. much of that that goes on. Absolutely. There's so much of that that goes on. So you're, 
you need to network, but it, it's, it's, you're going to learn from it, but you're also, you're going to find partners. You're going to find money. It may be Dan that, that you just know a lot of people you were in the corporate space, you know, where to find the money. And maybe I've been looking for deals longer. So I'm, I know where to find the deals and, and we come together like that. So the more networking you do, it's just going to launch you forward. Um, I think, I guess a, a second one kind of right off that in, I would, I would get a mentor. Um, and, and there's a lot of paid mentors out there. I, I'd be careful with it. I'd get referrals, but I would not hesitate to pay for a mentor. I was really blessed to have somebody locally that, that kind of mentored me that I, I didn't even have to pay. And I just end up giving them a, a piece of my first deal um, and, and made them some money that way. And, and they really helped mentor me. But then I paid to be in a, a mastermind to get around people. I would I would get a mentor. And if you've got to pay for it, I think it's very much worth it. So I would network. I would get a mentor. Um as far as the multifamily space, if you want to get into that, I mean, you know, everybody says you got to take action. I think the first thing you can do is learn to underwrite. You've got to learn to underwrite deals. Like you said, Dan, you can listen to podcasts and kind of learn that. There's a lot of great books out there. Again, if you're if you've got a mentor and you're in a coaching program, they're going to teach you how to do that. You've got to learn how to value properties to know to know what to buy. Uh, so if you network, you got some coaching, and you start learning how to how to value deals, then you'll know, you know, what to offer, and you can start making offers. And then you just got to jump in. Love it. Love it. So networking, getting around people that have done it already, mentoring, like you said, you wouldn't hesitate to pay for a mentor. I have a mentorship and a, and a coaching program. I, If I yeah. didn't think it was valuable, I wouldn't offer it. And then yep. learn to underwrite, which is so important. You know, I think that that's one of the things that separates the successful investors and brokers from those who are not is the ability to take the emotion put it aside and to focus on the fundamentals, right? The fundamentals of the deal, the fundamentals of the underlying real estate so that you know it either is a deal or it isn't a deal. And the way to do that, you know, I I tell people, it's just like buying a home, right? Or buying a car. When I'm ready to buy a home or buy a car, I look at a hundred of them. You know why? Because the more I look at them, number one, the less emotionally attached I am to each individual deal, right? And number two, the more I realize, oh, wait a second, I didn't realize. I definitely want, you know, let's say for example, a, uh, a mudroom. I definitely want a three-car garage. I definitely want a third yep. floor, or I don't want a third floor. And you know, so same thing with a deal. The more you underwrite them, the more you're able to let go of them. Which is that's probably a more important skill to have than the ability to grab onto a deal is the ability to yes. know when to say no. And, and further, yeah. the more you do that, the more you understand <clears throat> what you do and don't want. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree, Dan. I mean, and and then in this market, I mean, any competitive market, it's probably always going to be competitive. The more you do it too, Dan, because you know so much of what you want. I mean, and we're even talking about, you know, it's a great, great way to compare it to single family. But like we're even talking about, you know, the, the kind of returns you want because of the investors you're working with. And when you get really good at that, Dan, and you know what you want, you can make an offer right now. Yes. You've got to be able to do that. So when, when a broker brings you a deal, you know, they're not going to mess around with you, right, Dan? If it takes you a week to come back. Sorry, right. man. Somebody else was ready to move on it. So you've got to know, and you only get that by looking at 100 deals, just like you said, man. Love it, 100%. So, so tell us, why do you think, Lee, that everyone should invest in real estate? Well, I, I think, you know, it comes down to the core that, that everybody needs housing for me. I mean, it, it's not going away. I, I think there's so many things to invest in today. And, and, and I, I don't know, you know, about a lot of them. But one thing I can say is there's so many areas where you can invest. It, it's very hard to decide you know, if, if it's going up or down in the next five to 10 years, I mean, stock market's at an all time high, um, you know, bond market's been on a 30, 40 year, year bull run. I mean, it's the longest bull run in, in, in market history. I mean, you know, cryptos are, are taking off, but but that's not a, that's not a long life, um, you know, that, that they've had to, to be able to go off of. Real estate has stood the test of time. People, no matter what technology comes along, there's nothing that's going to get rid of the need for housing. 
Um, so I, I think it's just, it, there's always going to be a need there. Uh, real estate does very well with inflation. A lot of people are worried about mm -hmm. inflation. Mm -hmm. With inflation, asset prices like real estate go up. Your debt become, your debt actually kind of goes down. Your debt becomes sense, yeah. less expensive. because Yeah, because they're, they're devaluing the dollar. Our government's telling you they're going to devalue the dollar. That's what they're trying to do. So you want to be in hard assets like like real estate, even in deflationary times. Dan, I, I just think like, let's say we have another uh, 2008. People think, you know, real estate did terrible. Multifamily apartment buildings did not. Now, right. will the value of your apartment building go down? Yeah, probably. Cap rates, cap rates will, you know, um, expand. They'll go up. But you don't have to sell. That's the beauty of it. And, and that's what I would say about real estate. What I love about it is it pays you today and tomorrow. You are getting paid today off of the cash flow, off of the profit. So we're telling our investors, hey, we're going to return you money in year one. We're going to you know, hopefully hit a 10% return each year starting in year one. And then we're going to sell and make a big profit. But if we can't sell, we'll just keep making we'll just keep making that yearly return. So you get paid today. You're building your wealth just like the stock market. You're going to build up that nest egg, grow your wealth uh, by paying down debt and, and the appreciation that you're going to get and you sell it one day. But you're also getting paid today, and that to me, that's that's the beauty of real estate. You just can't really find everywhere else, and the stability of it is is unparalleled. I think. Love it, love it, brother. Appreciate that. So we've got a little bit less than a minute left. I want to turn the tables on you, Lee, and see. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, Dan. I you know I, I love you know just just I, I followed you a little bit and your story. I mean, you're you're just now jumping in. What's uh I mean, what's got you excited about it? And and kind of what's um yeah what's kind of yeah. So you said what? What is what gets me excited about real estate? Well, it, it just about the move that you just made. You, you know, you just jumped into it full time. Yeah. What? what, what yeah. So I've been. It, I've been. Just to clarify, I've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing it for about fifteen years. Yes. And doing it full time for probably about six or seven at this point. Um, oh, okay. So you were going back when you were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, you brought me I, back. Okay, I you thought brought you me way were. back. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, gotcha. what, and I'm still excited. It's like a new day every single day. I so can tell. What I'm most excited about, though, honestly, is just the power and the freedom to build my own future, right? I can do those actions that I know work and put as much into it as I need to. And, and I know that I'm gonna actually see big results, right? I'm not gonna be bound yep, by a salary. Right. I'm not gonna be bound by a team leader. I'm not gonna be bound by a corporate culture. The only thing that I'm bound by is myself. And I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. couldn't agree more, man. Awesome, well, hey, Lee Yoder, thank you so much for joining us. This has been really fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, I'm Dan Lukowitz. Another great episode of Dan on Top. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review. Get in touch. We're here to help. Really appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you soon.